there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We're going to sit back, point, and laugh at the awful predictions people have made before inevitably making stupid predictions of our own within the next two to three months. No, 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 no. No, he didn't. Please tell me he didn't. Uh, Please tell me someone whose name is Statman Dave <laughs> did not say that. Said Spurs will be, would be in a relegation battle and Ange Postacoglu would be sacked by October 2023. Oh, no! No! What is this? That makes the part a lot darker now. Predictions will make fools of us all. But who can resist the glory that comes with the phrase, I told you so? But we're not going to look at the times people have got it right. Apart from when we said Italy would win the uh, 2021 Euros, and they did. Much to my dismay. (laughs) So that kind of backfired. Anyway, um, so with that in mind, we're going to sit back, point and laugh at the awful predictions people have made before inevitably making stupid predictions of our own within the next two to three months because that's the business we're in. 100% Chase. I'm not really too sure what I'm doing in this chair for this segment because I've had more wrong predictions than anyone else. Like well, uh, the, people, the people who watch my channel will tell you I, I, I have no business laughing at anybody else for their predictions. So again, is it too late to swap me out for someone else who's a bit more so let me exp- sane opinions than let I? Let me explain. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm with Michael. Do you, want, do you want the full name? Or do you, would you like your own? Actually, uh, yeah, go on, Michael. It, it sounds <laughs> weird, someone else other than my mother calling me it, but go for it. But I've like, been called the Irish guy for the last seven years, but... Uh, but do you want me to be calling you nah, the Irish I think, guy? I think go with what feels natural. If you, go, you, think, if you think I look like a Michael, go with a Michael. But when like you, so when you do like the odd collaboration... So th- for some of you who don't know, if you're not into YouTube, but you listen to the podcast, uh, this is the Irish guy. And the Irish guy uh, does a lot of predictions. And that was kind of the, the spawning of this idea, right? Because we thought, right, let's have a look at your channel. Let's have a look at what's done well on your channel because that will be what people would enjoy. And like the top two, I think in particular, are you reacting to your own awful predictions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's... <laughs> so that was that was where it came from. But it's not even a historical thing for me. Like this happens to me every single week. I do, um, I do a stupid forfeit where at the start of the season, because I thought Everton were going to have a very comfy, solid season. I said, for every week they spend in the relegation zone, I will dunk two buckets of milk over my head. If there was no point deduction, <laughs> I would be fine. Be yeah, be I've lost count. That, 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 that landlord is going to have some questions when he inspects my fucking bathroom <laughs> next. I'm sorry, but yeah. I, just, I was unlucky with that one, okay? That is just the footballing guards conspiring against me with that point deduction because otherwise, everything would have been okay. But Yeah, they have, they have. And actually, I don't think that's... I think that there's you could have wiggled out of that if you wanted to. How do you mean? Manny word. Well, I mean, okay, they're in the relegation zone, but they're not really... No, in the relegation no. Zone, I thought know you mean? meant like just replay the same clip like every week, which they would. I, I give them a little credit, James. Come on. <laughs> yeah, true. No, no, no. I just meant the fact that I don't know. I think there's a loophole there because Everton wouldn't be, yeah. have been if they didn't yeah. have that. Um, so we're going to go through. We've got a tier list here, as as you guys know, I love a tier list. I should say it's just a great vehicle, and uh, we're going to go through. I asked you on Twitter. I haven't had a Twitter with that kind of engagement in a long time, Michael. 
because uh, people were very quick to let people know. And in the tweet itself, I had to... Obviously, Rory Jennings is in this. Rory, if you're listening, which you're not. Um, sorry. But How I, many I, times is Rory in there? Like, have you lost count? Or is it like... <laughs> We've just gone with what? Yeah, we felt it was only well, right to have like each person once. Okay. Um, but we sort of had a whole array. But in my tweet, to sort of explain the tweet, but also... Uh, I don't know if you do this, where you're looking for, you want an array of answers to kind of have places where you can go, right? I didn't want people just saying Rory. So I, oh, yeah. So in the tweet, I said, for example. <laughs> not Rory. We've not already got Rory. Got We've done That's Rory. We know it's crack. It went about six million views on Sky Sports with the Halloween thing. We know Rory's. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Other people, please. So uh, the tiers that we have is uh, no coming back. That's the sort of top tier. Okay. In, so it's sort of as bad as it could be, right? Yeah. So we're going from bad to uh, I'll let you off kind of thing. So no coming back, haunting them, miles off. It's not right, but it's okay. And unlucky. Checked in a London. Okay, okay. okay. That's uh, give them a bit of redemption then for the... Before we get into that, the what is the worst prediction that you have made during your, your time talking about football? Well... There's been so many, even even I was doing it, I was editing a video last night where I, five years ago, I predicted every Premier League club's record signing in five years' time. For Sheffield United, by 2024, I said it'd be Jude Bellingham for 30 million quid. So that's a bad one off the bat. That is a bad one. But I think my the one that will haunt me, since that's one of the, the things, right. back when I was a kid, I, bra- I proudly told everyone in school that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, at the start of his Man United tenure, was not the best Portuguese winger in the world. No, I didn't even say Luis Figo. No, no, no. It was Ricardo Quaresma, okay? <laughs> I said Ricardo Quaresma would be, um, this was back when Ronaldo... For, for the younger viewers out there, let me explain to you. Ronaldo back in 2005-2006 was sort of, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, Jim, but sort of perceived how Anthony is now. A bit of an entitled show yeah, pony brat with no yeah. products. His stock was low at, at one point. There was, I rem- for me, I feel like the Ronaldo turning point, in, in my mind, was the, the Wigan League Cup final. Mm. And he was, he didn't start... <sighs> Either he wasn't starting or he didn't start that game. Either way, he came on and play or played yeah. and just absolutely ran it. And he was just clearly angry. Mm. And I was like, oh, like you feel like you've poked the beast here yeah. a little bit. Because yeah. I think you're right. It's easy. All the players go, we knew. We knew it was the, the you know, next coming of Christ. But it's just the younger viewers out there probably who maybe came into football around 2009. They assume Ronaldo was always that way. This big world. Be- nah, he, he really wasn't for the first couple of years. He, yeah, his end product was lacking. He's, I don't know how he survived a change room with Roy Keane. I don't know how he got through that first 18 months or whatever. I, I don't know how Keane didn't decapitate him. But, yeah. but no, my big fall down with that. I, I should have stopped it at the Ronaldo, the Ronaldo slander back in 2008 where I went really over the top was saying about Quaresma because Quaresma did soon link up with Chelsea and you probably don't even remember he did that because he was so anonymous about four was games no goals really yeah. he, do, do you know what though we have a thing uh, me and Kweku uh, talk about it sometimes we call it the hipster's choice mm. which I think has become more and more prominent as the, as the years progress because people want to kind of be the guy Yeah, which is kind of part of this prediction is such a huge part of content now right and it's fun isn't it because you can kind of like put yourself out there a little bit and you know it can work or not work yeah but Charisma was thought of as someone who was on on the way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He was. He was. And, but it was just the timing was so bad because the year he came to Chelsea on loan, which is so forgettable, you've forgotten it. Yeah. Ronaldo scored 42 goals, won the Champions League <laughs> and uh, the Ballon d'Or. So that was that was really nailing me down. Yeah, that's Early tough. doors. Um, uh, but yeah. So this, and what about this season? This, well, this uh, season? Yeah, I, I was reminded of this at the FCA's actually. Um some Ipswich fan called to me and said, hey, you're the guy who put us 
rock bottom of the championship for this prediction. That was your prediction. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I was. That was just, you know what? That was just ignorance. Okay. I'm not. I'm not Ipswich Town head honcho. I didn't look into Kieran McKenna enough. I assumed he was just the guy who made Mourinho and Solskjaer his, his coffee at Old Trafford. So I was. I was. I was wrong about that one. I've had you. I've. I. This guy went really quiet. If you listen to this, feel free to get in touch again because he. I said, right, it's championship predictions time. Everyone's thinking QPR are going to finish bottom because it wasn't looking great, looking better, but we're still in the bottom three currently. And I said in the video, look, I've got a decision to make. Either I put us in the bottom three and kind of be sensible or I, I'll do what I want. It's my fucking channel. Yeah, and I'm that. not putting them <laughs> in the bottom three. I so like Preston, you're going in, right? And it's got no, got no, no, I have no problem with Preston. I just needed to find another team to put in there. Anyway, this guy took like massive umbrage and it's got yeah. me everything under the sun. It was one of those when I find like Instagram DMs seem to be the, the darkest. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Are you I don't get a lot of it. I'll be honest, I'm very fortunate, but when they do come, they come from Instagram DMs. Okay. And uh, this guy was kind of at me and he's like, we're going to relegate you when we play in December. Like I was even aware of when we played Preston. Yeah. Anyway, get a new manager in and we pump them to. And I was like, I don't well, want to, like, I actually don't want you, I don't want to see more messages from you. But yeah. I want to have my moment 100%. of going, but I'm, when you shut up. But I'm curious, how far up the table did you put QPR? Because if you said something crazy, like, like six. No, no, no. Exactly. Then I he might have like, a point. I think about 20, I think about just above the oh, relegation okay. zone, which I'll oh, be absolutely true. Speaking of QPR, though, I, uh, I, I did um, a look back at a uh, thing the other week. I did a... 2019 again on the previous channel, which was not be named. I did a looking five years into the future Premier League table. I had QPR 10th. What was I fucking... I don't know. I don't know what I was I was smoking that one. Well, so the year we got relegated, I said we'd finish ninth. That- um, I also... I said Mick Beal will manage England one day. Could still happen. Could still happen. No, it couldn't. It, yeah. it, it, it couldn't still happen. Uh, which is funny, though, because I remember you were almost in tears when he... <laughs> When he first, what, he rejected Wolves, then he goes to Rangers, didn't he, a month later or something? Yeah, yeah. And you were proper good about that. I was gutted. I was just like, it was just a bad move. Like, it was a bad move for him. I knew it was a bad move for him. Stupid. I, uh, you have to I, have people on side. Yeah. I think, so for example, say someone like Declan Rice, right? Declan Rice will get a lot more leeway. I know he's got the price tag and obviously he's a wonderful player as well. But he would, regardless of that, would get more leeway because... He's a likable guy with a bit of integrity about him. He, he brings me in uh, into the studio and sits me down and tells me Declan Rice is likable. Excuse me when I vomit on the floor. <laughs> Do you not know the history with Ireland and Declan Rice, James? Come on. Well, know your audience. Well, we've had a bit of drama today. So we're, we're really hoping that we can get a second podcast done, which is going to be around traitors. <laughs> and there are some, <laughs> yeah, there's some see, Irish... See what he's doing. He's stirring up the anger at me early doors yeah, yeah. by mentioning him. Um, but but yeah. yeah, so those are a couple of my, my really, really bad ones. Right, let's get into it. So uh, Rory Jennings. Um, we'll just get you out of the way, mate. Get it done, okay? Uh, of course, one of the most iconic. Uh, so he said to turn up, this is obviously about Haaland, to turn up in a new league and win the golden boot would be disrespectful. Brackets to Salah and Kane, or to the establishment, I think, was the, is the phrase that was yeah. kind of put out there. And he isn't going to do it. A good season for Haaland would be scoring 15 goals. Um he went on to score more than that. Yeah. Uh, is this so? Is this segment where you're just laughing into the mic, or is there <laughs> no. is there more to it? Like, so, how, do, how do we break that no, down? I think so. Right. So back to the tears. Okay. So here's the tier list. No coming back. Is there no coming back from him with this ha- haunting them miles off? It's not right, but it's okay and unlucky. Now I don't think it's unlucky. 
Nope. <laughs> I think, like... I, do you know what I will say? I think it could it be a haunting him because I don't think it is as bad as it seems. Because he did say 15 goals, which wouldn't... He's not calling Haaland a would-be flop. He's not nailing his colours to the mass on that one. He's saying he'll score 15 goals, which would be, by Chelsea striker standards, a good season. Because yeah. he had just seen Lukaku arrive for 97 mil and stick up the place. So he was probably psychologically traumatised. Well, yes. And so I have spoken to Roy about this numerous times. And I, so I was of the understanding. I felt like it was maybe one where you're on a show, there's two people, you can't both go for the same guy. So the producers have gone... Do you fancy going for blah, blah, blah? And he's gone because he's, you know, hospitable you wouldn't, guy. You wouldn't dare question Roy's uh, credibility like that, <laughs> no, would no, you? No, Come no, on. No, Come I'm on. Not making ex- as a friend of Roy, surely you'd know better. <laughs> I'm not making it exclusive to Rory. I think that's something that sometimes in content you have to kind of go, no, that's okay. I'll, I'll fight the argument. Would be Tom Garrett on the Zach G-Lab channel. <laughs> wouldn't be that one. No? <laughs> well, I don't think he was doing it either, to be fair to him. So I, I thought it was that, but when he says it's not about that it's about the sort of curse of the Chelsea striker mm. he was hot off the back of Timo Werner uh, and Kai Havertz I think as well and so he was kind of going alright yeah okay this guy seems good but players come from the Bundesliga to this country don't always hit the ground running do you know what if we are giving Roy the benefit of the doubt I think that could, you could have touched on something there Jim it could be a self-defence mechanism because if you remember Haaland had been linked with Chelsea for a couple of years yeah. so he was probably in the back of his mind trying not to get himself too hyped up for the arrival of Haaland in the Premier totally. League because in a Chelsea shirt he'd be hurt again like he was with Lukaku and, I've, and there were videos where he was going he was going what a signing because <laughs> Chelsea were close oh, yeah, to getting course. it right yeah. so I think it was I think he was, mi- he was certainly miles off Okay, it's not right, but it's okay. I don't think he should have gone there. I think he, I think fifteen was silly. It's he certainly one that will off. haunt him, though, right? That's yes, but I think he has come back from it. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> if anything, I think he's sorry. No, hang on. Ah. I think he's continued to succeed alongside it. <laughs> How do you mean? No, there's there's no redemption arc with this at all. It's it's a bad one. It's just whether it's it's actual rock bottom bad or second bad. Right. And I'm going to give him second bad because he yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't call he didn't say Alan would flop like say he'll score five goals to be sold the next year like he didn't say that. Yes. But um, I think though so, in terms off. of ripple effects, right? I think that's been great for his career. For Roy's career? Yeah. I can't. Now, now, you're, now you're going to the murky, muddy waters of credibility now, Jim. You, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't dare say he's like a name of Dunphy and he's doing it for, for publicity or anything, would you? Uh, come on now. Well, no, 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 I don't think he was, but I think it was one where... I, look, I did it. I did a video with him. I said, I said... Do you want to say sorry? He went, yeah, of course I should say sorry. Right, boom, title bosh. Uh, <laughs> oh, you put the title? Yeah, that'd give you another 10k oh, there we go. on top of that. Okay, I mean, right. we, look, everyone knows the game by this point. Like, okay. If you have credible uh, content around it, then wonderful. Okay. But like, I, I don't think he was... I don't think his... First of all, I think he, from what he said, he meant it. But secondly, I think he has benefited from it as well. Perfect. Yeah, Despite I mean, the old I, bit of ribbing, so where, where, where along would you the put that? Are you going to put it like halfway? I think it's the... haunting. I think yeah, yeah I think you're yeah. right. I yeah, think I it's think spot so. on. Yeah. Okay, next up. So we've got some from uh, a few people that have tweeted, but actually a lot of them are content creators as well. So Remedy. So I don't know if you know Remedy. Remedy is from I think he does the Barra Brothers, but he does great um, shorts as well. He's been on the podcast before. He's actually changed his profile picture from the picture I took of him. So I'm not happy with that, Remedy. And he said, I said Jesse Marsh should join Man United in October 2021 to replace, replace Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Here's the thing, though. Hipster's choice. Yeah, Hipster's yeah 100%. Choice. But you got to remember, back in October 2021, I don't think United had been in a lower point. That was, that was when Ole got the boot after a 4-1 defeat to Watford, right? 
Yeah. In and around that time. Yeah, it was definitely what. For, yeah, I don't know yeah, if it was 4-2, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it was bad. And Jesse Marsh, his career hadn't fallen off yet. Like, he was still a highly regarded coach at the time. Uh, think what Marsh is. He could, at the risk of sounding like a football hipster, which I've flagged so many times on my channel myself, but to give him the benefit of the doubt again, Marsh might be someone who's just picked the wrong club at the wrong time and that has killed his career. Like, yeah. I saw him on the Simon Jordan podcast and he, and he speaks well. Like, he, he yeah. seems like, you know, he's got a good head on his shoulders. It's just going to Leeds, almost impossible job, keeps them up, does well, and then obviously tanks in the next one and then backs out of going to Southampton because it was a similarly uh, crazy club. So I'm not sitting here saying that Marsh would have been a good Man United manager or anything, but at the time, it's not, I mean, it's not. Uh, Listen, Jim, at the time, people, right now, some people are saying Graham Potter should be the next Man United manager. That really is going to the levels of Lunes because he's already failed, do you know? Marsh uh, hadn't done that yet. Yeah. I put a tweet out saying what players, what unemployed players would uh, managers would like to see back on back in the prem. Someone wrote Graham Potter, and I was like, "That's where you're going. Like, that's the guy that you're missing." But like, freeze frame <laughs> right here, James, because I would imagine a year ago or eighteen months ago, and I'm sorry to call you out or anyone else, but I'd imagine you were all on the Graham Potter train. I wasn't. I was the only one who, while he was at Brighton, was just like. Michael Laudrop did this at Swansea. Like he plays pretty football, gets a few results, finishes ninth. It's fine. Like calm down. <laughs> I so uh, I said I like it. I do like him. I think, and I, this is what I said about the Chelsea one, which was a good one for me, but probably an easy one, was he will get eaten alive. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he did get eaten alive, so I was yeah. quite happy with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's. I think he lacks sometimes to be a manager of the top sides where the spotlight is on you. You have to have the this gravitas. sort of yeah. You have to yeah. have the gravitas, and I yeah. don't think I don't think he's got it. Where would you say then his level is now? Like I know this is sidetracked for the Marsh point, but I, yeah, where would you say Marsh is our uh, Potter is now? Because yeah, back back when he was at Brighton and doing coming from the Swedish hills to Swansea, I always thought <laughs> just an average overhyped English coach. Because guess what, English managers we ain't got many. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think he's, I think he's fine. I think he's smart. I think he. Yeah, I think he sort of wilts under the again the scrutiny of it. Where if you're going to be Chelsea's guy, Arsenal's guy, Man City's guy, Liverpool's guy, you have to be like a deity. You have to be a god. You have mm. to go. You got to be the Messiah. You have to. That's how it works. Wait, before you take the job or once you're in the job? So well, like either way, like Arteta came in and it's you know he's a big character, and I think that's yeah. even Postecoglou, right? Mm. He comes in, he's got something about yeah. him right yeah. despite not having the career like you don't have to have the career Mourinho didn't have the career mm. Wenger didn't have the career you've got to have you got as to long have as something. players can believe into what you're saying so you got to have the charisma the aura the sort of which by the way I, I thought it's a good one because all credit to him he wouldn't have had that because he was pretty much a bang average uh, plotter at Arsenal as a player like his best years were at Everton so he wouldn't have come in as this Patrick Vieira Thierry aura or anything so the fact he yeah. had to gain the respect from day one especially because he had no management career he was just I guess pre he was previously a captain, one of their own. That helps. Mm. Potter doesn't have that as well, which is difficult. So you've got, I think you almost need to, he tried to sort of fake it till he ma- could make it with the sort of glow up. Yeah. But we kind of saw through it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it just yeah. didn't have it. No. And Jesse Marsh, there's maybe something similar in that. But the, I guess the problem he had, like that's a, that any team in the bottom half, if you can, if you can get through two seasons, you've done unbelievably well. Mm. And I think that's probably where, because if you go to Salzburg, I could I could win the league with Salzburg. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean that's, that? I think that people people massively disrespect teams. Uh, sorry, managers of teams who are sort of down there because mm. when you're down there, like Crystal Palace, great example, right? I get the, the the staleness of it, right, with Roy Hodgson, but like he was great fun last year. And why was he great fun last year? Because you had Eze and these players. That can make the difference. Mm. But if you don't have those players in your team, you're a championship team. Yeah. 
It's yeah, as true. simple as that. People people forget about injuries and all of those things. Yeah. Um, but then so would you be you cutting this guy a bit, a bit of leeway there with his marsh commas? Yeah, I think he's unlucky there. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, like, because at the time, I don't think that was as crazy a call. Like, that, that that's only aged poorly in the last couple of years because of the jobs marsh has taken. But I feel like I, want, I, I almost want to change one of these tiers to sort of hipster's choice. Because I think <laughs> that's where he's, I'm doing it. Yeah. It's not right, but it's okay. I'm going to put that, that's, that's changing to hipster's choice. Yeah. Okay. So, Remedy, I think you've gone hipster's choice there. And if you think about it, James, at the yes, time, Adegan Asasha to Jesse Marsh would probably still have been an upgrade. Yeah. Probably. At- you compare their CVs. I mean, that's not, you know, one's from Norwegian leagues and failed at Cardiff. Uh, the other one's, you know. I think, yeah, I think he was a little, a little bit, bit better than that. I think he was a little bit lucky, but I think you're like you're right with Potty. He wasn't, was he that good? Mm. Was he ever that good? Yeah, not sure. So if uh, you want to talk about bad predictions, I'm glad that my Potter predictions agents, that's a good one. That's one of the ones that I'll put down in the Hall of Fame. That's, that's nice. I'm pleased with that one. Gabriel Sutton, who is a sort of EFL uh, aficionado, knows everything about the EFL. Okay. He said, I had York City to win promotion from League Two in 2015-16. They got relegated. That's tough. Yeah, it's a bad one. That's tough. And there's a few of those because there's also um, 442. I, I wonder if everyone else feels like, obviously, I've had a 442 subscription for a long time. Even still this day? Good man. I do, but just because I kind of can't be asked to get rid of it now. <laughs> but I still do, do enjoy it. Um, and 442 said that Wickham would finish 23rd in League One in the 1920 season. And they finished third and got themselves promoted. So again... Oh, when you said 1920, I was thinking, what, like 100, and, 100 <laughs> years ago? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 442 back then? I remember them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and everyone remembers that squad. The, no, the, so the, I get really annoyed with the, full, the 442 um, pre-season, here's our predictions thing. Th- that magazine's really struggling now. And it's not their own fault, but the, the problem with that form of media is you have you have to go right, put it in now. Yeah, go get it to the printers, get it out. It's because people like you are taking away the eyeballs from the from the magazines and bring them here to your instant podcast. That's, that's why. I mean, well, they've they've got their the own they've got their own YouTube channel as well. So they, you know, they've they've bought into it as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so a couple there's a couple of those sort of uh, down the uh, along yeah, the but way. That, that, that's going been. to litter the lower leagues. I mean, the lower leagues are some of the most unpredictable to pick in in, in Europe because the transfer budgets. Well, they have been usually around the same, but. I think that's changing now. If you look at the championship bottom, uh, top three, you'll know better than me, but I think it's a, it's the relegated three. Yeah, yeah. And um, if there's no points to look to the Premier League, the promoter three would be in the bottom three. So, I mean, if, if Luton, if Luton, Sheffield United and Burnley go down and the other three come back up, it'll be the most boring yeah. thing. Yeah, I hope we're not getting closer to that, by the way. The bouncing um, up and down is happening. Oh, I think 4-4-2 are unlucky there. Yeah. Um, and what was the other one? Gabriel. Again, Gabriel, I back your knowledge. So I think you've been unlucky there as well. Okay, simple. Go for unlucky. Spectrum Business works with small businesses nationwide. So we know that running your own business means doing it all. Marketing, sales, inventory, customer service, and more. Spectrum One for Business helps you keep it all connected for just $49.99 a month. Get fast, reliable internet, advanced Wi-Fi with security shield, and a free mobile line for one low price. Stay connected and do it all with Spectrum One for Business. Only $49.99 a month. Go to spectrum.com slash business to learn more. Restrictions apply. Services not available in all areas. Okay, where to next? There are some stinkers in it. Go on then. Go on. Let me have some. Okay, right. Statman Dave. I didn't put this What's in. What's he done My now? producers put this one in. Statman Dave said that Serbia would win the World Cup. 
<laughs> what? No. no, 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 no. No, he didn't. Please tell me he didn't. Uh, Please tell me someone whose name is Statman Dave did not say that. Because that's, that's, that's... Didn't say correct man Dave. It says Statman. Dave. Yeah, it's it's horrific. Uh, that did he say win? Surely Let, he didn't in, say in win. In the form of a Statman Dave tweet. Okay, so if he, Serbia. Did he say dark horses? Because that's a bit different. It did say dark horses. Dark horse, it okay. did say yeah, Serbia are the dark horses to win it. I think that was definitely his pick though. You're trying to stitch from up what there, I've James, been told, you? from you're what trying I've been to make told. it sound worse. Exactly. From what I've been told, from what I've been told, that he was he said they were going to win it. Serbia. They finished bottom of their group. One point. Yeah. What do you think? Mitrovic is going to have a, a mad, a mad World Cup. Rip it up. Was this the Christmas one then? Was it? Last yeah. Year? Yeah. Christmas World Cup. Come on, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> come on, we got Dave. kicked off the Peter Cross podcast. Come on, <laughs> come on, Dave. Come on. Come on, sir. Hey, come on. Ah, that's hey, me. There's no need for that. <laughs> the uh, yeah, but I, I would say that it's dangerous to go with when it comes to World Cups and things like that. Got to be careful. You do. That's a hipster's choice. hundred percent. I mean, I have no problem with tipping teams to have a good World Cup, Dark Horse. But let's be let's be real now. Dark Horses do not win World Cups anymore. The last time we saw a true Dark Horse win any international tournament was Greece twenty years ago. It doesn't happen anymore. It just doesn't. You might get to the semi final. That'd be great. We saw, said that. We chucked out the uh, yeah. We said that Italy were. Um, with a dark horse, but they're still major. What, with, with the Euros? <laughs> yeah, they're still a major team, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, no, it is, yeah. So, yeah. If you've seen them win the World Cup in your lifetime, it's not that. It's not too outrageous to see them win the Euros That's 12 true. years later. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think he's been unlucky there. I think, it's, I think it was, um, I think it was unnecessary. Yeah. Um, and a hipster's is that choice. The, is that the it was my, Well, so hipster, was it a hipster shout? I think they were the sort of they were the turkey of the the Euros. Everyone was going for turkey, weren't they? I, I kind of want a cruise for it. I kind of feel like you should bottom, which is what? No going back? Like, there is no going back from you that. You don't like, even come back. <laughs> no, there's no... You, no, you... you, you were you aware... No, no, no. no, I don't think you can do that because were you aware of that prediction? Is that a thing that is known no, with... No, no, it wasn't in my so I don't think you Twitter sphere. No. So I think miles off. I I was, miles oh, off. I see what you mean. So you can walk down the street and live, live a comfortable life. <laughs> yeah, without okay, people going, right. Serbia, welcome. <laughs> Are you serious, Dave? <laughs> Little kids pointing at them at the tube. Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay, I get you. Okay. Uh, FPL Velvet. Uh, he's, he's chucked one on Boovie here. Boovie. That's a shame. That's a shame. Friend of the pod. Said Spurs will be would be in a relegation battle and Ange Postacoglu would be sacked by October 2023. Oh, no, no, <laughs> what is this? No, oh, geez. do you know what it is? With Postacoglu, I know there is a lot of people don't trust the Scottish League. Okay, I get it. I get, I get that. It, you know, but that is that is that's clearly someone who never watched Celtic at all. Like I'm, I don't profess to watch Celtic every week or even every month, but I, I knew enough about Postacoglu to know he wasn't going to do that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but sacked you know what, I, I, I will, that would have been awesome think with Booby Spurs have been <laughs> in a rotten period for a long time and, and he probably thought okay Harry Kane's gone um, Mourinho couldn't make it work Conte couldn't make it work these are world class elite coaches what chances an ageing 65 year old Aussie bloke from Scotland have I get it okay I mean Postacoglu's not a fresh chicken here's a stat for you Postacoglu fresh coach, chicken no nah, Postacoglu <laughs> he coached in the Club World Championships against the treble winning Man United team in 99 that's how long this man has been around okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and fair enough if he hadn't, if he hadn't um, if he hadn't uh, I don't know achieved what Booby would have you know enough to get Booby to respect him then I can understand but not relegation. Relegation battle. Yeah, relegation said. battles. That's a crazy. little bit too far, Boovy. That's and crazy. I think, look, it's it's kind of, I don't want to say lazy. It's a little bit lazy. <laughs> I think it's just like you're jumping to conclusions there. Yeah. Although the stock of Tottenham was bad, but he came in. I think this is an interesting thing where, say, a manager, again, obviously Celtic, enormous club, right? Huge pressure. All the caveats that will stop people getting angry at me. But the can any manager sort of make that jump up and succeed if they are ingrained enough in a sort of style of play 
that that can ultimately succeed. Does that make sense? So like Postacoglu is sort of quite, has a sort of extremity to the way that he plays. So what will be, will be kind of, I think you're saying, seeing a similar thing with say De Zerbi, like where, like some of the players that Postacoglu's had to play this year in positions that they shouldn't be in, mm. yet somehow it works because it's so foot down towards one sort of attacking psychology, which you're seeing in a lot of sports now. You see it in say cricket, with what's called baseball, like the, uh, I was listening to um, Stuart Broad and he was talking about. So the idea of that, of the way that they were playing, was that we don't play for draws, we play for we're here to entertain. Mm. So you don't leave a ball, and if you're a bowler, the strategy is to go and take a wicket. Previous captains for England, say like Andrew Strauss. Andrew Strauss, his rule was we need bowlers that stay underneath three runs and over, and we're gonna put pressure on them and they'll get themselves out and then we'll be able to get the runs that we need to to, to get ourselves a victory, right? Stay with me. With basketball, the idea to the bowlers is like every ball you're throwing, you've got to take a The aim is to take a wicket. And if if they score runs, we'll we'll get the runs. Don't worry mm. about the runs. Just go and go and affect the game. And that I can, think that's yeah. what Postacoglu has that. And I think mm. that's really prominent in sport right now. So regardless of can where you've come from. quite a frustrating quality though. Like when you're talking about that, it reminds me of Tottenham 1, Chelsea 4. Nine men Tottenham and they kept going going out there to win the game. Postacoglu says that's the way we play, mate. But I mean, there is a point to be said for shutting up shop when you're 2-1 down with nine men. Is there not? Instead of, instead of going What's crazy. What's the difference for... though? Like, in terms of like an overall excitement, mm. you go, Joy, we're going to go into... If you were selling a fight, if you've got a fighter that's like like Tottenham, they're just going to swing. That's fun, isn't it? You want to? I think you want to see that. As yeah, but probably you're gonna, more you're, so than Floyd Mayweather, who's just going to like keep your arms length. But there is a risk for having a, all the sports today. <laughs> there is a risk for having an absolute trashing on your on your CV, like an absolute stain on the club. That's what I know. They don't play in this fashion, but Man United losing seven 0 to Liverpool. That's not just that's not just a, an embarrassing defeat. That's a historical one. That's a stain. Tottenham winning six one at Man United. Jose Mourinho winning six one at Man United. That that's something you you don't recover from. So like mm. I think the likes of Postecoglou. If I was not a fan, I would I would prefer just 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 have that in the back of your mind. Like, don't go out there and get pumped six 0 by Man City. Like, yeah, but but like, is it sort of, a bit um, of pragmatic? Pragmatism? Is that the exception that proves the overall rule rule is worth it? Mm. That's what I would say. Okay. And uh, but I think him coming in, if you take the bits that Boovy took, I get where he. You know that was what what came from that formula for him. Yeah, but it is also but a bit. It's a bit. I think, heavy. I think we need. I think we need to stop sneering at Scotland because I know. I know Stephen Gerrard came from Rangers. Um, he, he was absolute cabbage cabbage pie at Aston Villa. But I mean, Brendan Rodgers did a great. He rebuilt his career at Celtic and he came to Leicester and did a, a brilliant job. So yeah, yeah. Um, so where are we putting movies one then? Okay, so uh, I think certainly not hipsters. He was miles off. So I think miles off. No coming back. I think miles off. Yeah, miles off. Okay. Because, yeah, miles off. Paul Merson. <laughs> Go on, Paul. Oh, Paul. <laughs> What's he done? What's he done now? I don't see 50 million for this player. I just don't see it. Go on. Talking about KDV. KDV. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, again, I just... got sent this so many times. Oh, man. Do you know what I said? I'm a movie clearly not watching Celtic. I mean, that, man, that man clearly didn't watch the Bundesliga <laughs> at all. Like, he's just remembering him as being a. That player on Chelsea's bench who never came on. Do you know that if you watch the clip, if you watch the clip, it's fantastic because, and I've spoken about this a lot um, over the years, is I can spot the, uh, the I'm panicking glaze of, of, uh-huh. a, of a football commentator 
you know, pundit, whatever, yeah. a mile off. Okay. And if you watch it, Jeff's, they're having a chat, Phil Thompson's going, I don't get it, I don't get it. Got away with it, really, because it kind of was more on Paul Mercer uh, than Phil Thompson. Phil Thompson, isn't it? Yeah. And then Jeff Sterling goes, so what, do you not do you, what, do you not see it in him as a player? And you see him just go, not in what I've seen. Not in what, like this. Because you can see, I can see the uh, back behind the eyes, they're looking around. Yep. Going, going full well, he's, where he do I go? Yeah. Who's he played for? Yeah. What yeah. position does he play <laughs> yeah. for? What general comments can I say around that? And yeah, he's yeah. gone, not for me, not in the games I saw yeah, for yeah. Wolfsburg or wherever yeah. it was. I don't yeah, yeah. remember who it was. Um, yeah, so it's like... It was just shock. Is I mean, that's a poor one. Because where's KDB in the all time now? Where is he? He's up there in the top ten. The easy, for top sure. ten easy, right? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what were you saying though? Because uh, what were you saying at the time? Were you saying <clears throat> I know you? I know you wouldn't have gone as crazy as that. But would you have said, "Oh, good solid siding, good solid siding"? I would have said, "I would have said." Uh, it was only really man. He was killing it though in in, in the Bundesliga. I'm no, he sure was. he was. He was. So it was like that's a lot of money for someone who'd previously failed at Chelsea. But what was failing at Chelsea? Mm. Like, this is what I mean. I think it's okay not to know about something. Yep. You then need to look into it yep. <laughs> and then make a decision yeah, on like yeah. the, on the sort of state of play. But he didn't have, I think because of the Chelsea, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to call him a flop because he, he barely played. But because of that, he didn't have much fanfare or attention. Like it was, Man City bought him unchallenged. Like no one else was com- coming in for him. There was no Liverpool, no Arsenal, yeah. no Man United. There's a, there's a back page of uh, a tabloid. I can't remember which one, but it was, it's got him. And it's got him saying like how they've overpriced, you know, he's overpriced guy that they've got. Like, what are they doing? Just throwing money at the situation. And then in the top right hand corner, it's got Benteke is uh, here to sort of cop titles. Oh, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> it just shows you again. Like, yeah. like, but I mean, well, 50 million was a lot at the time. It was, it was. And Man City were sort of, there was, I think it was kind of fashionable to laugh at Man City for overpaying back then. They said the same thing about Raheem Sterling, who was also 50 million. Yeah. I remember that, that almost broke the internet when he signed for them because he, he had, what, a 10 goal season at Liverpool? Nothing crazy. They finished halfway down the league. And that looked like mad money. So I think it was in vogue to slag off Man City for overpaying. But um, but yeah, I mean, what, how long has he been there now? Like, he's got to be close, getting closer to 10 years. 2015, like, I think he joined. A stunning signing yeah. worth absolutely every penny. Yeah. I don't think you'd come back from that. But he has, because it's 10 years later and he's still on the telly. So uh, yeah, he's but... come back from it. He's probably said a lot more. He's probably said a lot worse stuff since then. It's Paul Merson. This isn't... I mean, lovely bloke, but not exactly the... So what do you think haunting him? The beacon of... Um, I don't even think it haunts him, to be fair. He's probably forgotten <laughs> he said it. Um, now he just gets on with his life. Uh, yeah, uh, that's true. Nah, he's... Yeah. Well, what's the middle one? What's, miles what's off. The that? Miles off. Go miles off. I think you're being really kind there. Do you think so? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll let you have it. You can have it there. Uh, Mina <laughs> Rizuki. So, do you know Mina? Michael's hot. Which you can see exclusively. There we go. There we go. I'm back. <laughs> uh, Mina Rizuki is an Italian journalist. Uh, he's very good. She, uh, doesn't hide her bias. She said, <laughs> she said, Mo Salah is just another uh, Juan Cuadrada. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, at the time, similar CVs. Chelsea and, uh, well, Fiorentina, I think, other thing. Yeah, was it, wasn't, wasn't that the one? Cuadrada was a lone move to Fiorentina. He Fire was a Chelsea. So, boy. Was, so was Salah, away from Stamford Bridge. Um, so that's just lazy again like the one earlier that's a lazy lazy comparison I, that is bad that, it's, it's bad but it's weird Quadrado's had a solid career do you know what's the problem here is the stockpiling of Chelsea players 
Mm. So like Lukaku went off and did well, and like Daniel Sturridge went off and did well, and Solanke's gone off, and I mean, probably shouldn't put Solanke in there, but you know, you get what I mean. Mo yep. Salah, De Bruyne, like all yep. these players. There's yeah, yeah. so many yep. that sort of gone on and done stuff. Yeah, but two of the greats. Yeah, yeah. Of our Chelsea I know. fodder. That's what because I love Jose Mourinho, and that's what uh, that's a stick a lot of people used to beat me with, saying, "Oh, well, he got rid of Salah and De Bruyne." Didn't really though. Uh, he didn't sell Salah, um, and De Bruyne wanted to go. So uh, jokes De Bruyne on did you. want to go. That's uh, right. In terms of ripple effects, do you think what would have, how different would footballing landscape be if Mo Salah and De Bruyne were sort of they'd spotted up? No, these guys are. That's just. Well, hey, hey. Yeah. I want to go. No, no, you're not going anywhere, Kevin. You sit there for yep. a second. You'll be in in a minute, and then it turns out to be like unreal. Yeah. Man are City. We... Do Man City? They don't have. The same. Do they win all the titles with or without De Bruyne? I don't think they do. I don't think so. No, and, and it's not just they don't have De Bruyne. It's Chelsea do have De Bruyne. And oh, by the way, Mo Salah, two two players go for the Ballon d'Or every year. I mean, I think I think if that happens, Jose Mourinho is still Chelsea manager and has just won his ninth Premier League title. Ah, there we go. Do you have? Is Trent Trent? Is Trent Trent right? So to explain, mm. because if you think about where De Bruyne plays. Often he'll kind of make his way over generally to that right-hand half space. And Salah plays on that right-hand side. And and so for Liverpool, if you take Salah away from that, or even if I, like, say KDB somehow found his way to Liverpool, if KDB had been there as well, Trent's not Trent's not going to be able to like make all those passes to Salah. Mm, I think Trent's yeah. still... I don't think Trent's Trent, but I think Trent's still obviously a starter for Liverpool. Yeah, that, that's a... I wonder who Chelsea's version of it. would it be Reese James still? Would he be the would he be the guy? Yeah. Yeah, he'd probably do that role. The Trent role. That's true. Yeah. Is Trent a midfielder earlier if there's no Mo Salah yeah. at Liverpool? Qu- quite possibly. I mean Yeah, yeah. He could be. He could be <laughs> Trent in the field. Yeah, but but again, Liverpool would be nowhere near the force. And that might also have a huge impact on Jurgen Klopp's how we how we think of Jurgen Klopp now. Yeah, massively. You You're know. right. Who's the because who came in first? Was it was Mane there before Salah? You are, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, from Southampton. If maybe, that's a podcast in itself, if Mo Salah had never gone to Liverpool, yeah. I mean, Chelsea would have been utterly dominant if you have those two. Yeah. Like, surely, yeah, yeah. As long as they just kept the managerial, you know, stability. Don't do anything crazy. No, they probably would have. They probably would have sacked, kept sacking people every year. And I was going to say something about like sometimes you know there are moments in life and things click. But these guys had had the diversity. Uh, they'd had the um, what's the word I'm looking for. Had things going against them. What's the word? Yeah, yeah. So you're sort of saying like their 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 rejection sort of made them what they were because they well, knuckled down dis- away from. Well, the I'm spotlight. saying despite the, I can't find the word. What's going on, Jim? Come know, on, sorry, you do really this for a living, don't you? Despite I know, despite <laughs> the da, 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 da. the downfalls, the downfall, tra- the downward trajectory in their despite. Oh, he's, he, People are listening. He's blown. He's melted. Yeah. He's melted on camera. I want to say diversity, but it's not. Adversity, <laughs> Christ. What was adversity? <laughs> adversity. It's kind of like diversity. Find the word. It's like the Prince got Despite the adversity, they both got themselves back to the top. Yes. And you might you might say that, especially for Salah, I think going away to Syria where, you know, doesn't have the, the hot London spotlight on him because yeah. I heard, I think Mourinho made him cry after a, a Chelsea game back in the day. Like he wasn't <laughs> ready for that environment. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Mo Salah, Mina Rizuki. Where are we putting her? Oh, ah. Uh, Mm. Seemed so a bit harsh, didn't it? Seemed a bit harsh because mm. she would have seen Mo at, at Fiorentina doing his thing. Mm. So was she sort of alluding to the fact that he was? This is when he signed for Liverpool, right? 
Yeah. So she was saying he was going to come over and have a quadrado Quadro- Premier, Premier League. Yeah. yeah, that's horrible. That is that is arguably the worst shout so far. I think that'll haunt her. I think it'll haunt her because I think yeah, Mina's better than that. Yeah. I think she'd say that herself. Yeah. Okay. Salah, uh, a Salah detractor. It must be spending too much time with Tom Gardner. I'm sorry, that video. He just <laughs> wound me up now. and I'm even a Liverpool fan. Go on, anyway. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mark Oldbridge, 75 million for Van Dyke. Smalling must be worth 100 million then. Oh, no. Genuinely twice the player. <laughs> no! <laughs> well, if it was twice the player, it'd be, uh, it'd be 100, 150 million then, wouldn't it? Do you know what I love? The thing is, though, like, you obviously you say it with your chest with all this. Now, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wimp. I'm hiding in the bushes. Like, you, you I don't tweet there, these things. Do you know nah. what I mean? I so you wouldn't stand there as a adult to rap, adult to rap as, a, as another Messi? We just don't know it. We just don't appreciate him enough. No, yeah, maybe nah, I should live it. a little and like go for it. Yeah, I believe in, in. Let your hands out, Jim. Do yeah. it. Go ahead and say some crazy things. Are, that is that is a crazy one. I do kind of I do kind of respect it though, because he's not just saying craziness for craziness' sake. He's defending one of his own, one of his own players. He's that's a staunch Manchester United fan there who was probably terrified of over signing about Dyke. Let's be real. Yeah. But I will also say I was also in the Goldbridge camp. Not for thinking Spalding was better. I'm not crazy, but I also thought he was overpriced, vastly overpriced. Seventy five million in 2017 was a lot of money, a lot of money for a Southampton defender. Yeah, who wasn't that- exactly young. He was what 26. That was the thing, wasn't it? It was It was on a knife. It felt like it was on a little bit of a knife. I think you knew he was class. Mm. Like we knew he was class, but I think he wasn't actually that prominent for Southampton um, that season, kind of probably because he was just waiting Lots for the move. Yeah, 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 he wanted to make that move. But he was sort of in the same category. This sounds mad. Uh, it, it sounds crazy, but Harry Maguire at Leicester, like a top eight club like mid table standing out looking good but yeah. you don't know if they're going to make that jump yeah absolutely and also like, say the smalling side of it if say we live in a world where van dyke goes to liverpool liverpool are liverpool but they have small he has smalling next to him at liverpool yeah i bet smalling is not the sort of i'm going to use the phrase laughing stock <laughs> that is thrown at him i don't even think he should have that now like he's he's, he's, got, he's, he's done, done really very well, well for Roma the last yeah. few years i agree with you yeah but it when you go to Man United, this is the I think for basically any player that has played for Man United between since they won the league last time, mm. all of their stocks are sort of they all get lumped in as one big basket. They're of all chestnuts, yeah, because yeah. because like say Rashford for example, again you pick Rashford, pick Rashford and swap him with David Beckham, 
swap him or, or gigs or whatever. When you've got all those great bits around you mm. in a team, you're, you sort of become a great, you become a legend because you yeah, did yeah. this and that. And vice versa. If you vice took versa. 90s Dwight York and put him into this team. Eh. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you what, swap attacking midfielder version of Paul Scholes with Bruno Fernandes. And you probably get similar numbers. Really? Yeah. Skulls, well, I mean, but incredibly Bruno different and the team characters. And all the... But Bruno Fernandes would have killed it. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes there's like a lot of stuff around it mm. that kind of really, really hurts you. Mm-hmm. Or like Matip. Take Matip and put him in Man United's team. He yep. would have been okay. Yeah. But he might have been, he might have been a laughing stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if Smalling was born 10 years earlier and was in the Man United squad around, he might have been another Wes Brown, which is fine. They yeah. Wes Brown. And a, a good fourth choice centre back. The, the sort of timing of it all matters. I yeah. Think. Well, um, how how bad do you think this one is then? Because I would imagine you at the time were also in the Van Dijk is a bit overpriced camp, right? You probably were. I thought he was really good. I, I agree mm. with you. It was like for a centre back, seventy five million felt like a lot. Mm. Uh, not enough to tweet that. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest. No. And do you know what the mistake he's made here is? Just go seventy five million for him. Way too much. Stop. <laughs> yeah. you don't ch- you chuck Smalling in there yeah, don't no. chuck Smalling in there Chris. I think um, Stephen Housen did a similar thing pretty Who? sure he did Stephen Housen do you know no you so where'd you go I would say where'd you go uh, no I think he was was he unlucky <laughs> I think he was uh, it's not haunting him um, it's not a hipster uh, definitely not a hipster it was, it's either miles off or unlucky for me it depends miles where you then. sit it's miles off I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit worse than unlucky, surely. Okay. Yeah. Right. Alan Hansen, you can't win anything with kids. Oh yeah, the famous one. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's unlucky. Mm. Name me another Premier League winning team that was sixty percent kids. Mm. I think they did a uh, did a thing on Monday Night Football about it last night. All the youngest title winning teams, yeah. and I think I might be wrong. But I think Chelsea 04 or five was the next, or might have been just about younger than the winning with kids because they obviously had a few old ones in there as well that takes yeah. up the age thing. But yeah, he is. Uh, he probably is unlucky. Like it's yeah. Like what he's saying is mostly mostly right. You need experience in there, but in that Man United squad, there probably was more experience than was. Maybe let on in that. Quote. Yeah, I think you, so. That year, you you would have had, and, and Neville talks about it a lot. Uh, Cantona came back. I think yeah, he'd done the kung fu kick the year before, or in the January, came back in October and carried them quite a bit. But you had, I think Steve Bruce was still in there. Pallister was in mm. there. Dennis Irwin was in there. Schmeichel's in there. Uh, Roy Keane's sort of, I guess, twenty five, twenty six, maybe yeah. by this. So it's point. not like a bunch of under 18s Like no. he's fundamentally right. You probably can't win a league with all nineteen year olds. Like yeah. what he's saying is right. It's just he was wrong to I don't know, sort of Wait, you, he was kids. wrong that year, wasn't he? Huh? He was wrong that year. That year. Yeah. 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 I think he's unlucky. He is unlucky. Stan Collymore uh, making his first appearance in terms of discussion on the ripple effect, believe it or not. Uh, he says Pep Guardiola is be- beyond deluded if he thinks he can win the Premier League without practicing tackling. <laughs> The City boss said he doesn't coach tackles after his side went 4-2 down at Leicester City. Yeah, that's in a Stan Collymore column. So I gave him a and that, when's that? That's, so that's, the, that's 2016, is it? That's 2016, December the 12th. Okay, so that would, be, that would just be a few months into Pep's thing. Pep had a rocky start, you know. He, won, he, got, off, he got off to a flying Fraudiola. start. Fraudiola, do you remember that? Yeah, no, he got off to a flying start in the first couple of months. Yeah. But I think around October time to, yeah, like... Jamie Vardy scored a hat-trick in that game, I think. They got absolutely battered. John Stones was um, 
take him to the cleaners. So like future title winners, were they not as well? Or maybe yeah. it was the year after. Maybe it was the year after. I'm um, sure Guardiola does practice tackles in. I'm sure the players do tackle in training. Okay, you can't believe everything Pep says. Like, do people tackle anymore? Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe they maybe they tackle standing up, but they tackle. No, not as much. I think I oh, these miles off. I don't think he's unlucky though. Because he's reading too much of what Pepper's saying. Like, Man City do tackle. Like, they win the ball back. They do it a lot. It's just... I'm going to go... Do you know what? I'll put him in hipsters just because he's sort of getting angry at the hipster na- uh, nature of Pep. Okay? Meet in the middle. Okay. Richard Socks At Soxy Beast. Great name. Uh, this one, uh, he tweeted in, said, This one from Neville the year before we won it. He also said he thought Salah would leave soon. He, <laughs> oh yeah, he said, I can guarantee you as clear as day, Manchester United will win again. They'll probably win the league before Liverpool, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not being disrespectful. And then Liverpool won the league nine months later, was that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, sure. uh, well, he's, I mean, he's obviously miles off. Um, did he have some... Who was Manchester 2019? That would have still... No, that no, there was Ali Gunnar Solskjaer. Jesus Christ, Gary. Huh? I, I, I can't give him really any justification there because yeah, that's, that's Ollie against Jurgen Klopp. I think that'll haunt him. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think there's... Mm. You know, there's... For me, there's a touch of... In terms of my feelings around him kind of seeing through the bias and kind of being clear cut, yeah. that could be a moment where you're like, you've lost me now, Gary. Yeah. And you might not be able to get him back. Joe, Joe if I give him a bit... <laughs> 2019, Liverpool had just had an amazing season. They got 97 points and still didn't win the Premier League. Mm. Gary Neville had seen an era, 30 odd years of Liverpool bottling it. His whole life, basically, of Liverpool, despite no matter how good they are, win the Champions League 2005, are they going to win it? No, no, they won't. They won't even come close. Even then, with their greatest team, 97 points, and they still don't win it, he was probably thinking, yeah, I'm safe. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's just something, you know. And um, no, he, he was wrong. That was later. I think, uh, yeah, that will continue to haunt him. Yeah. Probably there. Okay, Garth Crooks, course. He's been there. I can't take Luton seriously. I see them down by Christmas. No need for that. I can't take Luton seriously. <laughs> That's just like rude. I know. Crooksy. I remember. I remember a similar thing about Blackpool in 2010. It's it's teams that come up and they don't spend hardly any money. They got a tiny little budget. You automatically assume they'll go back down. Yeah. I think I said Luton stay up, you know, but that's because I, I was in love with that Blackpool team because it proves you don't need to go out there and spend crazy money. But if you have a good team harmony, team spirit, and just go for it. Well, that was kind of what I was saying about Ange. Like, mm. that's what Blackpool did. And Blackpool probably would have finished on 10 points less and a better goal difference <laughs> yeah. than they had yeah, yeah, going yeah. down by having 10 points more. Yeah, I love And Luton team. are like, I think you need these stories, like, that they kind of... It can be the sum of the parts a little bit. Yeah. Shame yeah. on you, Garth. I hope I hope you don't come back from this. <laughs> I think, yeah, because yeah. I think that's you don't need to say that. Nah, poor Luton. Kevin Keegan, right? I've spoken about I spoke about this on someone else earlier. I don't know if you're aware of this. So, 1998 World Cup. Um, Brian Moore was the commentator, iconic commentator for ITV over the years, and it was his last tournament. And Kevin Keegan was his co-commentator, and he was manager of. Newcastle or he just left Newcastle maybe by this point and it got to the penalty shootout England against Argentina David Batty walks up and Brian Moore throws him throws Kevin Keegan this hand grenade he goes so Kevin I know you know him better than anybody is he going to score and Kevin Keegan's gone Kevin Keegan's like you you asked me that yeah and as he's running up yeah and so obviously Keegan has to go Yes, yeah. back his boy because that's Kevin. Isn't it? Yeah, 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 that's what Kevin does. 
Um, and he misses. And he misses it. And yeah, if you go watch it back, you can see him. He goes, yes. And then he misses it. And he goes, that wasn't me farting, by the way. That was the uh-huh. one with the chair. And he goes, no. <laughs> that's, quite, that's bang on. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that back. That's not funny. <laughs> yes. Good old King Kev. No. So are we slagging off Kevin Keegan for a back in his man? Of course not. Yeah, I think Jesus he's unlucky. Christ. I definitely think Very he's unlucky. unlucky most, Absolutely. most first footballers should be able to score a penalty. All right. It's, it's you know. If, do you know what though? The one thing I would say is that if I saw David, is there a player now? If you're walking up, you go, you have that all the time, don't you? You watch a penalty shoot and as you walk up, you go, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the time, right? It's usually a centre back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with a big long run up. Well, uh, was, I remember the Euro, Euro final and Maguire comes up and you go, hmm. Yeah. And then he just went, he buried it though, didn't he? Rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely rocket. But David Batty was not known for his goal scoring. No. Okay. That's a lucky though. Sol Campbell. <laughs> what do you say? Oh, it's on Sky Sports News. Uh, great clip. Uh, asked who would go through, Brazil or Belgium? His answer was France. <laughs> <laughs> I think France. Yeah. He wasn't listening. Oh, yeah. We've all been there. Uh, is he unlucky? Nah, he's got to be better. He's yeah, got to be better. Yeah, yeah. And he's certainly miles off. Yeah. I'm going to go miles off. Yeah. Go. FC Bournemouth. Not a prediction of theirs, but they were hammered by everyone who said that they'd go down. And they put out the tweet as soon as they were safe. Did you see that one? When was this? So Bournemouth clipped up everyone who said that they were definitely going down. Was this last season? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's not really a prediction as such, but no. it was one where they kind of, yeah. Um, Got their revenge. Proved us all wrong. Okay. Exactly. And are going on to do great things now. 100%. They've done really well. Where did you put them this year? I it's, I think I 15th or something like that, but I do I do rate Andoni Rio. I think he's doing a, a spectacular job. Were the people that doubted Bournemouth unlucky? So hang on, let me or get this right. So they said this last season when they had Scott Parker at the start of the season? Yeah. When they lost 9-0? Yeah, I mean, yeah, come, come on. on. Like, like you like. would assume they'd fall the, go into free fall. Yeah, I think it's a fair prediction to say they go down. I think it's the way people did it. Like some people said, like I think Tom said, Tom Garrett said something like, "If they get relegated, I'll never watch football." <laughs> 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 Too big, Tom. You got to just yeah. bring it down. Tom. No, to be fair, I mean, with Bournemouth at the start of last season, Scott Parker pretty much walked away because even he didn't think they'd have a chance. Their own manager didn't ever think they'd have a chance to stay up. So if he doesn't believe, why should anyone else? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Ted Jarman. Graham Souness' predictions in the last three to four years, everyone he has said has been basically the opposite. He said Harlem would fail. Casemiro only seemed good because he played for Madrid. And Deservey was a bad coach because he'd been to five teams in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Graham. Yeah. I think Graham... I've uh, So I was Graham Souness' runner like a decade ago. And I was so scared of oh, him. Yeah. But he was he was really nice. So he's not, but he, I imagine he has the intimidating aura though, right? His like, handshake is insane. Oh, yeah. oh no. Like, I've never felt like it. Like, one. Just like, oh, no. Just utterly Squeezing every, every bone in your yeah, fingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but like his face is like, <laughs> so relaxed. <laughs> but somehow like my, my, yeah, my soul's being crushed. Uh, are you going to bury him there though? Are you going to go? I, I think the one thing I would say is they've sort of, They've pushed him to the side a bit, haven't they? How do you mean? Well, he left Sky, didn't he? Oh, yeah. He's pushed, wasn't he? Biggest because of those comments? I presume he's pushed. <laughs> well, I'm sure he's quite happy doing like that. Like, Deserby's a terrible coach. I guess, well, I I guess he, he's not come back from that. No. Literally. He's been asked to leave. Yeah. And I, I like <laughs> That's that. That's the end of Graham. Yeah. Uh, 4-4-2 we've done. And Pele. Had to sneak Pele in there. Mm. Have I got two Slagging left off the goal. Yeah, Pele. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Yep. Pele, if you're listening. Why is that that? Um, forget it. So... He did a couple. He's had a, he's had a few. Go on. Here's Pele. 
And say something about Nicky Butt being like the player. I'm, the I'm now becoming up. acutely aware that the tears, <laughs> no coming back, is not. Is, is it not is really it burning the a hole in your? Okay, go on. What, maybe, what he sh- said. maybe shouldn't have had that as a tear. What he said. Oh, <laughs> yeah, not. That, mm. that makes the part a lot darker now. One of the greats. One of the greats. Hundred percent. That's not like a man. Uh, an African winner of the World Cup by t- uh, 2002. He promised us. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, not even close. Colombia to win USA '94. No. Finished bottom of the group. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nicky Barmby to be a world star to rival Roberto Baggio by 1995. Why? Like, why? <laughs> what was he? Nicky Barmby every week? He was a good he? youngster, was he? Yeah. Gee. Get down to the lane, much, Steve. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he watching nah. that? By night. I love how. <laughs> Look, I'm just reading this, right? But I, in the world I'm living in, I like, I like the idea of like. So, Pele, you know, how, how did you how did you find the game today? You know, this Brazilian domestic match. I don't want to talk about that. Have you seen this Nicky Barmby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> him, and, him and Darren Anderson are really ripping it up in the yeah. at the moment. How does he have so many outlandish predictions? Like, did he have a YouTube channel or something? Like, is this all on commentary? Like, how I does th- he have so many bad ones? I think they often wanted to find the new Pele, didn't they? And as the man who knew uh, World so Cups better than Eddie, he's yeah. going to win it. Yeah, and he would always chuck different guys out yeah. there. And, uh, a final one was uh, Nee Lamptey is my successor after watching the future PSV, Aston Villa and Coventry forward <laughs> star at the 1991 Under-17 World Cup for Ghana. Went so, early on that so one. So where, where did he go afterwards? Is it Coventry? PSV, Aston Villa and Coventry. That's no good. Yeah, it didn't That's work That's not even close. Uh, so I guess it is no coming back, but it seems a poor taste. So maybe... Will he be ha- the other one? haunting them? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Will he be haunting us? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Just gonna pop. I feel it. like we just be nice. <laughs> say unlucky. Like yeah, let's pop. Just him be nice. Ski. He's a goat. Come on. Yeah, he's the goat. Go on. Then. Uh, amazing stuff. Good, clean, clean. <laughs> good fun. Uh, thank you, mate. Very much appreciate you. All good. I feel, like, I, feel, I feel like we're a bit mean. They're just kind of laughing at everyone else, despite the fact that me and you have also had howlers. I'm sure. Well, I'm speaking Loads for myself here. I, I I've. Too. I'm more. For me, it's more. I'm more of a jinx than anything else. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you'll, you'll say the QPR are gonna go on a roll then. Yeah, boo. Yeah, which has happened uh, last two seasons. Which I honestly, I've been so so. I I tweeted the other day saying, I said we can do this. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say we're going to do this. I'm not doing that. You're still putting out the good energy though. Maybe mm-hmm. just keep it all next season. If Swen- Sifuentes or whatever his name is, if yeah. he's gotten you on a promotion push, just say nothing. Maybe just freeze your Twitter account for a while. I have stayed away from it. I honestly, have stayed good. away from from uh, predicting anything. Good. Although I am going. Uh, 100% on England because as the most well England fine but as the most prominent QPR fan in media I would imagine at the minute those players could be hearing your you know getting a bit you know am I galvanising do you have galvanising the voice (laughs) Steve Cook if you're watching this mate I love you you're so good keep doing what you're doing come on Steve okay Um, go check out The Irish Guy on YouTube wonderful person great content funny dude Um, and he's come a long way so do something for him oh god a long way now. We got it. We got it ho- done though. Hopefully. Oh, hang on. We've knocked through a pod. In... Is it only three? Huh? Hey, we've still got another hour, haven't we? I got you right. Oh, sweet. Because they'll edit this anyway, so I can edit that. I right, like... just realised. I thought we had to be out at three. We've got to be out at five, so we can get both done in here. Perfect. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> we've timed it well. Hey. Right, hang on. Let me just. Uh, I'll just do the end bit. I right, chop this bit on at the end. Okay. 
Um, right then, guys, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, let me know your thoughts on Twitter. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please do support the podcast. Follow it wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to watch all of the podcasts, how many times can you say podcasts? If you want to see all of the podcasts, you can do exclusively on Spotify. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate it.